Right, they were listening to Shania Twain, and we're like, "Let's give them something to talk about." Is that Shania? Wow. That is not Shania Twain. I forget who, is, who wow. it is. Who is? I know it's not Shania Twain. <laughs> that was d- deep. Melissa Etheridge. Taylor knows. I know he knows. Bonnie Raitt. Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> no one even knows who that yeah, is. It's like Shania Twain. The Shania other country Twain, girl. You got it right, Bill. Yeah. Shania Twain must have covered it or something. <laughs> uh, anyway. <There's- laughs> anyway, let's get right into it. Let's do the introductions. Uh, let's lead it off with. Let's start with at sports are bad. Craig Forsythe. Craig, are you just a regular now? I I mean I hope so. I, I wouldn't mind just, coming in every are week. You just yeah. part of the show now. I uh, I'm a fan of the Kevin Hayes trade. That was going to be my hot take. I was going to make fun <laughs> of the Sabres buzz guy, but I was informed before the show that you know we you know. I was I was expecting you to make fun of the Sabres. Yeah, buzz I mean guy. I it, I think the Flyers have too many centers now, so I think the guy to get rid of is Katoria. That's why we got the second C, so we get rid of the one C. So I, I don't they, blame them. They gotta they gotta keep room for Frost. I mean, <laughs> gotta without save space. More, yeah, yeah, gotta save space for Morgan Frost. Can't Brock two block years block away is where Frost. the Flyers yeah. are. That's two years I'm, away sorry. from being two years away. I hear. Ah, is D. Steph Driver. Shania Twain did not cover the song. I, know, I had I, I had to look into it. I because... took a real stab at that one, <laughs> thinking I could just get it by everybody. That's all right. Yeah, right. So Friday, June twenty first, <gasps> Broad Street Hockey is having our third annual draft party. I already have my outfit picked out. I'm ready to go. Oh, I haven't gotten that far yet. It is <laughs> at these eyebrows just went up when I said outfit. <laughs> it is at Fieldhouse in Philadelphia, which is in between Eleventh and Twelfth. And in between Market and Filbert, you can get in on both Market and Filbert streets. Uh, but go a, Filbert because it's more fun. I was going to say Market because it's easier. Well, you know, yeah, do whatever. I guess you can I get it like on to say both sides of that place, right? You have to go through like the through the convention yeah, center, the convention yeah. center yeah. which is easy because there's yeah. a giant awning that says the Philadelphia con- or the Pennsylvania Convention Center, Philadelphia Convention Center. Either way, come to our draft party. It starts at six o'clock. All right, that's going to be a great time, fam. It's going to be really fun. It always is. It's a good yeah. time. Are yeah, we, we going to do? Are we going to try to do a show? Maybe they're uh, giving us they're giving us the stage, microphones, and a projector. Oh shit! Oh my and god! And a projector. And a projector. All right. Oh, I mean, okay. we'll have the then draft gotta, on the projector, but we could also. I was wondering do about a photo montage. Okay. I was wondering <laughs> about where we were going to actually see the action in there. Just thinking about the layout, but a projector works. Yeah, projector works. A projector works. Oh, and you're giving there, me a live stage and a microphone. This is going to be great. There are drink Nothing specials yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, drink specials. Pro, there are drink specials and part of. Of the, um, uh, I don't, I don't know what the right word is. Part of, part of the cost, part of the price. I don't, 
whatever. We're doing yeah, we a, do- yeah, yeah. We're doing Pro- a donation yeah. to the Ed Snyder Youth Hockey Foundation. Proceeds benefit Ed Snyder Hockey Foundation. There we go. Those there are the English go. words that I was looking for. That's why you're the host, Bill. Yeah. Can I go back to my hot take? Fly sure. Pearly was mentioned on the Bobcast. That should have been my hot take. That's amazing. Yeah. That should have been the thing, but anyway, sorry. Again? Uncle Bob. Because he two somebody weeks was like, because he said it two weeks ago. He was like, Chucky I don't know where that's from. Right? Just say where it's from. Okay. Yeah, and then somebody emailed him back and explained what oh, Fly Purple was. Nice. So there you go. Awesome. And he mentioned them yeah. twice. Yeah, right. so undeserved, but boost I'll take them, it. Yeah, hopefully boost that listenership. Let's yeah, hopefully start yeah. making some money on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> Last but certainly not least, from theAthletic.com, Charlie O'Connor. So just a little bit of housekeeping business here with regards to the Flyers. We've got some news here. Not not quite uh, relevant yet, but we're getting there. So the Flyers have three what are called Group 6 free agents. And essentially, they, re- they reach unrestricted free agency before you normally would if a team doesn't give them enough NHL games. So they, they'll become on UFAs at like a 24 or 25 rather than a 26 or 27 when they usually do. And the Flyers have three of them. This is, it's like what happened to Jordan Wheel, how the Flyers had to like resign Jordan Wheel because he was going to be a UFA um, because he hadn't played enough games. The three guys are Cole Bargerot. Competes like a bastard. Hey, there were like three years where he was talking about as a dark horse to make the oh team. Oh my God, I can't believe he hasn't. Did, did he make it? Never did. <laughs> no, okay, all right. Mike Vecchioni, you know, the, who? The, the guy who was the top college free agent signing, what, like two years ago, I'm three years you, ago? If it would have bust. Put him on the blue line. <laughs> put him on the blue line. Oh he shit, what it. if that's the upgrade in the top four on defense? <laughs> Why Mike not? Vecchioni. Right hander. Yeah. And right. then. Tyrell Goldpoint. I agree they haven't given him enough NHL time. What do we think, gang? Is Tyrell gone? Are they going to let him Never. leave? Are they going to bring him back? I think all three of them are gone. I think, I think they probably I are think, all too. I think Tyrell is actually gritty, and they can't let him go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> gritty is Scott Hartnell. I mean... I feel like Gritty moves too well on the ice to be Scott Hartnell, though. His he doesn't first, fall down. His a, first game, he fell down, injured himself. Once. He fell yeah. down once. once Hartnell once. like made Sagan. every other shift. No. It was we like, all know what Sagan. happened. Years ago at Rexy's, Bob Clark and the Fanatic had some relations. Boom. Gritty was born. We get Gritty. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, can't argue that. Yeah, that's how he came to be. Look at him. He's the perfect combination of Bobby Clark and the Fanatic. It's what he is. Welp. We just lost our <laughs> partnership with Ed Snyder Youth Hockey Foundation. Well, all right, uh, yeah, along the lines of Craig, I um don't dislike the Kevin Hayes move. It's good. Uh, he the team right now is better than it was. You know, a minute before they made the trade, it's fine. If we assume yeah, if he they gets signed. signed, and that's what I want what, to get into. Yeah, what are the odds he doesn't sign? Because I know we've had Dan Hamius and all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, but just a loser. Apparently, he hasn't ever signed with a team that held his rights. Is well, that true? The thing with the Blackhawks was it was his brother, wasn't it? Like they also drafted Jimmy, and then they didn't want to sign Jimmy, and then Kevin was like, well, "I'm getting out." I here. know nothing about the Kevin Hayes why he didn't sign with Chicago. I, I, just, I, I, just, I just don't think it's relevant. Yeah. I yeah, think he I, was just one of those want to play for the Rangers guys. I might have been. There, there's always there, it <laughs> there, seems like, like every year. year. Yeah, yeah, every year there's a guy Adam who wants Fox, to play for the Rangers. Jimmy VC. <laughs> yeah, every <laughs> goddamn <idiots>. year. <laughs> <laughs> Playing at a trade station. Thank you, Steph. You're welcome. Uh, yeah, I just uh, it, it's fine. This is good. I didn't want to be out of the running for like a Matt Duchesne right away. I just that would be more exciting to me. But we've talked a lot about Kevin Hayes, and he was definitely one of the targets. We said if you're looking for a pure two C to Produce some offense for you, a good even strength player. He's he's right up there, and lo and behold, as long as they sign him, 
they got him. So I, I don't dislike it. It's good. Yeah. I, I'm just not blown away. I mean, the, the concern is definitely that he doesn't have a contract. You know, that being said, giving up a fifth round pick for his rights. I'm not crying There's no over more that room. fifth round It's essentially pick. nothing. Yeah. It's, well, I don't know, Charlie. Oscar <laughs> Lindblom was a fifth round pick, you know. Shit. I'd like to believe that the people who are yelling about the fifth round pick aren't actually yelling about the fifth round pick. They're yelling because they don't really like Kevin Hayes that much, and yelling about the fifth round pick allows them to feel smarter, you know, rather than just saying, well, I don't like Kevin Hayes. It's like, well, that fifth round pick, you can't just be giving away draft picks. Like, well, no, <laughs> yes, when, we can. when you have 10 point, draft yeah. picks, and when you have maybe the deepest prospect pool in hockey, yeah, you can give away a draft It's pick. like Barry O said, yes, we can. Like, there is not... Oh my God, what there, has gotten into you There today? is not enough room for more fifth round picks in this organization. I'm sitting here looking at Pascal LeBurge, who we're never going to freaking see. Give like, Tom. Give Tom. like we're ne- There's not enough room in this organization for more guys that are never going to play for the team. Uh, like, we're talking, uh, Cole Bordreau's gone. What are we going to do? Like, uh, it's We're done What with are we going to do? It's called Joel Farabee. Exactly. Exactly. It's Morgan Frost. We, we have these guys who still aren't here and won't be here for some time, most likely. Like I, I'm, I'm done with draft picks. They could have given a fifth, both sixth, and both sevenths for this, and I would have said that's fine. Considering how much, <laughs> even of, if they don't sign him. <laughs> considering how much of a need two C's been for a little bit of time now, and to just give up a fifth to pretty much, I want to say guarantee, but give yourself a pretty good chance of getting a second line center. I think it was it was worth it. I don't know why everybody's bitching about the fifth round I picks. Yeah. <laughs> The, the the outrage about the fifth round pick is that's is crazy. But like they have who was the last good second line center they had? They had Philip Pula for a while, who was I mean not really a second Braden line center, Shen. but well, yeah. I mean, was he really as ever, yeah, he ever used as a second line center ever? Yeah, that was yeah. a problem. He was not all, I, not, not a lot, often, but he yeah. was <laughs> successfully. Successfully, <laughs> <laughs> no, he was a nice little winger here. And like He's, Duchesne was, I would have liked Duchesne a lot, but I really don't think the Flyers were, were going to get him. This was like the best realistic option. That I guess. was this was always the hey, I bet we can get Kevin Hayes. The, yeah. It was like the JVR thing last year. Yeah, so if you can trade like, a fifth and prove the odds yeah. of signing, I'm like, we're not yeah. getting Tavares. JVR's out there. That's a nice little right. move. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I'm cool with this. I still. I still want something that makes me go, oh yeah. Like and that isn't this yet. Yeah, Little and Carl I, I agree. Carl Alex Hacklin. Edler, yeah. Well it, it reminded Alex me, Edler. I put this in the outline, but it, it was surprising how much this reminded me of the Vino hiring. In that like it's fine. It makes sense and it might be a good fit, but no one's excited. Like no one's going to be excited yeah. because Kevin Hayes is a he's a fine player. He's yeah, good. I was at work today, someone just came up player. and was like, "Hey, what what do you think about Kevin Hayes?" I was like, "Good." Team's better today than they were yesterday, if they get him signed. And I guess that's the big question now. We have the Vigneault connection. He played for AV uh, with the Rangers for three, four years. Um, there has to be, when you make these trades, I there has to be some understanding that you're probably going to sign him, right? I would assume. like my, It's a fifth, so the, again, not a yeah, huge price to pay. The way I... The way I assume it works, and again, like technically, this is all you know, it's all tampering. If you really wanted to file a tampering claim, Winnipeg, I guess you could here, but you got a fifth round pick, so now you don't have to. Like, you're not allowed to talk contracts. I'm sure contracts get talked anyway, but you're really not allowed to do that. But what you, what I would assume everyone is generally okay with is like going to the guy's agent and being like, "Hey, 
we're potentially interested in your client. Do you think he would have any problem with like having us in the mix? Like, is he does he have any reason not to want to come to Philadelphia? So that we should just scratch him off the list because he just doesn't want to go there. And the agent's like, yeah, let me ask him. Nah, he's 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 open to the idea of possibly signing. Doesn't mean like doesn't mean it's the top choice. Doesn't even mean it's the top three choice. It just means it's not one he's dismissing out of hand. And I'm pretty sure that at the very least that conversation happened before they made the deal. Because like, okay, well he's on he's he's on the I'm not ruling this team out list. Let's get a jump on everybody and try to turn us into the no brainer top choice so we can get him before he leaves. The guy he is on the ice. Looks like productive, 20-ish goals, 50-ish points. Looks like he's going to be a nice producer for them. Is it an, is it, is this the hole? The hole is filled at 2C. Like, okay, yeah, we weren't good there, and now we are. We have Couturier, we have, well, Couturier is available to the Sabres. Yeah, so yeah, who knows? Yeah, so <laughs> now, we have, yeah, we have, we have Couturier, we have Hayes, we have Patrick, we have Lawton. We are good down the middle. Is that what we're saying now? Yes, question mark. Yeah, I think that that's as close as we're going to get, I, I, I think. Agree with that. And yeah. I think that Hayes and Patrick, I mean, ideally, in an ideal world, Patrick jumps Hayes yeah. in production and he becomes the 2C. And then we have Kevin Hayes as the 3C, which is really, really good for this hockey team. Yeah, if, if he's the 3C in the near future, then yeah, it's a really good signing. Yeah, I think one thing I do believe about this—this this isn't just for Flyers fans. This is hockey fans in general. Most hockey fans, when they think of what the ideal to see is, the ideal to see is another one. Another one. Yeah. And and no, uh, you want and Matthews Pe- and Tavares, yeah. and you're like, oh, now we have one and yeah. two. And yeah. Kevin Hayes is not another one. See, yeah. he is a second line quality center, and that's what he is. Like the way that you're going to solve the like you're really going to solve the the 2C problem if you're referring to the 2C problem as give me another really good center the way you solve that is Nolan Patrick becomes really good yep. like that's how you solve you don't solve that by signing Kevin Hayes you basically plug the hole so it's no longer a glaring weakness yeah. but it doesn't become a strength unless Nolan Patrick takes the leap that we're hoping a second overall pick will eventually take and that's just up to Nolan Patrick yeah and that's the that's the thing here like Steph said it is a guy I like Kevin. I like, like I said, like this move. Kevin Hayes looks like a nice, productive player. It's not like, you know, we signed Matt Duchesne. Matt Duchesne's the 2C. Like, this is a guy who could be jumped if Nolan Patrick becomes what we believe he was supposed to become, you know, really good, that Ryan Kessler level yeah, you know, yeah. 2C. Uh, is this, do they have right now in their top six? Final four level talent. Is this a team with what the offense is? I, they still need a middle six winger, I would say, and we know they have that hole in defense they want to plug, obviously need a backup goalie. But with the offense, the way you see just the top six right now, is this a team that's looking to get to a conference final? I don't think that's a fair question. And yeah, and, 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 I'll, and I'll say I'll, I'll say why. Because like no, it's not a top 6 that is conference final caliber if you're expecting this team to be carried by its top 6. Okay. But it could be a top 6 as conference final caliber if Carter Hart is a really good goalie. If they get another piece on defense and then the defense goes from being promising to being really good. Like, like is is this top six better than Nashville's top six right now? Yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, it is. Yeah. And Nashville on paper looked like a team that could potentially be a cup finalist 
by the end of the regular season. They didn't get there, but they could have been. And the Flyers' top six with Kevin Hayes is probably better than their top six. It's just that Nashville has a great defense and Pecorino. So, no, I don't think this is a top six near anywhere on the level of, like, Toronto, if that's what you're asking. It's not close. But if you can build a good enough team around it, it's good enough. It's good In my mind, it's good enough. All right. Now, let's talk about this contract, because this is still, like we said, you know, we, we have his rights, but he's not on the team yet. Right. He, they need to sign him. What's he getting? See, I don't know enough about... I thought the Brock Nelson signing was way too much. And yeah, I saw people I throwing out that... I saw you put out the Brock Nelson thing on here, and the first thing I thought was, I bet you get somewhere in the vicinity of... So if I, I think, I think the Brock Nelson's a floor. If, if Kevin Hayes gets really? a million? floor. Like, I think he's getting more than Brock Nelson. Okay. More... What, so that seven was... Seven million? Do you that think was no, six, six Yeah, six I bet change? he gets something like... Somewhere between six and six point five. I I don't know how I don't know how the Flyers can can make a case that Kevin Hayes is less valuable than Brock Nelson. That's fair, but that's a lot of money that I wasn't necessarily expecting to spend on Kevin Hayes. Now, what it again all depends on what the term looks like. Now, if they're looking at eight years, I'm going to be really upset. Well, to, to clarify, they can't, this is something that Kelly was pushing heavily on the flyby today, they cannot offer eight years to Kevin Hayes. They can't? Because, so the, the rule with the eight year, the eight you year, there a year. You have, no, you have to be on the team that you signed with at the trade deadline. Okay. That's what it is. So that's even though the rights have been traded, the Flyers, maximum they can offer Kevin Hayes is seven. That was, that, that's why, like, I think it's Pierre Lebrun has talked about the idea of like a sign and trade happening with, you know, with guys. He talked about it last year with, with Tavares that like, yeah. well, maybe the Islanders could sign Tavares and then immediately trade him to someone to get something back for him at the last minute if Tavares needed that eighth year to leave. That was, you know, that was kind of an idea that was thrown out there. Now that he's been traded, Kevin Hayes, the max, is getting a seven from the Flyers. Okay. And, I, and I don't, I guess it's possible he could get seven, but I <laughs> I, I think he gets five or six. That's, I'm looking that's, at. That's my guess. That's, I'm, I'm, first I thought the JVR deal, five for seven mil. I thought that was, all right, a little bit higher AAV, but still the term is manageable for a 27-year-old. It's only five years, but he's getting $7 million. So I just I thought that was kind of comparable, but... I mean, will- maybe it's, it's $7 mil AAV seems high for, for Hayes, but I guess that you know, you're giving back a little on term. I would hope that if you get him on a five-year deal, you can get him for less than what you pay JVR. Because the fact of the matter is, is that Teams pay for goals, yeah. and JVR was a better goal scorer. Than oh, absolutely! Days. It's just looking at what this is going to be. Like as of, I guess right now, because everyone, you know, oh, I'm putting my line combinations together because that's everyone's favorite activity. Is oh, it's yeah, summer. What else? Yeah, yeah. putting out, else Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just that's everyone's favorite activity is putting the line combinations together. Everyone's looking at a JVR Hayes and Voracek second line. So all of a sudden, third liner JVR bumps up finally into your top six, and I guess that kind of justifies the contract a little bit. But I, the thing man. with the thing with Hayes that I'm the only two things I'm a little concerned about Hayes, and I'm not really that concerned about it, but I feel like the two bigger issues for the Flyers are they're not quick enough and they don't have enough shoot first guys. And Kevin Hayes is good, but I feel like he would choose to pass first, and he's also not exactly blazing fast. He's not slow, oh, good. and he, he can't fits, shoot. He fits right he in. He has a good shot, but like I feel like he doesn't shoot enough. I don't know. I do I do agree with you that style, like stylistically... It's kind of redundant, but I feel like he's pretty I, yeah. good. I, well, I, I liked, stylistically, I liked the Duchesne fit more. Right. But, that being Based said... goal scoring. That being said, one thing that Fletcher pushed 
in that exit interview was the idea of changing the mentality. And part and a big part of that mentality change was a commitment to two-way play that has been lacking, particularly from the forwards. Yep. Matt Duchesne is not a two-way forward. He's a scorer. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hayes is more of a two-way yep. forward. So like, if you're going by what Fletcher has said, maybe Hayes fits more with what they are trying to build. Now, whether what they are trying to build is what they should be trying to build is a different story, but based on what he said, Hayes might fit more with that mentality shift yeah. than Duchesne does. It lines up. Yeah, that's fair. I really don't think Duchesne is leaving Columbus. He might not be. I don't think they yeah, might. God, who yeah. would choose Columbus? I mean, the guy who not just there. came from Ottawa. Yeah, but that, <laughs> man, I would just have, after being in these places, I'd be like, oh, man, you know it was fun? Denver. I want to go back to somewhere like that. Well, I don't think they want him. <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm not saying there. He got better like, when he left. So one I don't of think these they want other him. cities that aren't Ohio seems like it'd yeah. be more fun. And Canada's Ohio. The great of city of Ohio. The great city of Ohio. The entire thing. No, uh, God, yeah, the the thing with Duchesne, though, and, and I'm on record as as. Being cool with, you know, have being cool with them going for Duchesne. If it ends up playing out that way, obviously this makes it a lot less likely. But one thing about him versus Hayes, and this is something I was thinking about over the last 24 hours after they made the trade, and it, it kind of is leading me towards thinking that I, I understand why they might have even picked Hayes over Duchesne. If you look at the two, the, the two players, if you look at their five on five performance, it's pretty much identical. And if anything, Hayes might be a little bit better of a play driver. The big difference between the two in terms of how they get, how like Duchesne has great production from a raw total standpoint and Hayes has middling to okay production is two things. Number one, Duchesne got a lot more ice time. Number two, Duchesne got a lot more power play time, particularly on power play one. Now, here's the thing. If the Flyers sign Duchesne, is he getting those opportunities He's going to be, he would be the second line center. He'd definitely be behind Couturier, so he wouldn't be getting the kind of minutes he's gotten in his other places, which in turn would then, you would think, decrease his scoring. He might not even be on power play one because the Flyers said their top four on power play one, top four forwards are Giroux, Voracek, Couturier, and JVR. I don't know if he's pushing any of those guys out. If anybody, yeah. maybe he's pushing out Couturier. But I don't know. Maybe he's not. Couturier is looking like a you know a 75-point-a-year guy. Maybe they want him on that top unit. So if Duchesne is on the second power play unit and he's getting second-line minutes and he's who you sign, you will have had to sign him as if he was a first-liner and give him the money worthy of that because that's the contract he's earned. And then you're going to use him in a role that doesn't justify the contract you gave him. Whereas with Hayes, you're signing him to play the role that he's always played, which yeah. means you're paying him more appropriate to what you're going to be using him as. Yeah, that's the thing. And with that Hayes makes too. sense to me. Yeah, that's the thing with Hayes too. I liked a lot was uh, looking through his numbers. He he doesn't really get a, a ton of power play time, but he's still putting up a decent amount of points considering that. And he's used in all situations. Like he can be used on the power play, and he kills penalties. Yeah, they'll probably use him as PK. I would. Think. Yeah, and he had 25 goals last year, and he didn't get a ton of. They, he was on the power play a lot this year, but I think that's because the Rangers were trying to move him oh, and we're yeah. trying to yeah but why now now my question the reason i ask why now is you trade for hayes because you think you're at least on his short list he likes you enough that he's going to choose you which means on july 1st you have that opportunity to sign him and there's a legal tampering period where you can see if you can make a bigger upgrade and if you can't you can always fall back on kevin hayes so why now Stanley Cup Finals still going on. We have a whole draft about to happen still. 
I have no idea. Here's here's my explanation, and I, I had this in my article this morning. I don't think people realized. I think we did to a degree, but I don't even I don't even think it quite registered to us as much as it maybe should have. I don't think we realized just how thin the second line center market is. Yeah, it's not deep. It's not deep, especially if you're just limiting this to free agency. Free agency. Like it's yeah. basically Duchesne, Hayes. Pavelski, if he leaves San Jose, but who knows if that's going to happen? I never expect Sharks oh. to leave. And then nothing, because I, I believe Joe Thornton essentially said, "Like, look, I'm either signing with the, with, with the Sharks or yeah. I'm retiring." And that's so he's yeah. not go. He's not leaving. So it's basically three guys. One of whom there's a good chance he ain't leaving his team. So it's two guys. And as Steph said, Columbus has designs on re-signing Duchesne. So they're probably not trading his rights. They're probably going to want to hold his no, rights until the that. very end and try to hammer away at him to try to convince him to stay. So if you were going to try to get the jump on the market in any way, it was this guy. And maybe their fear was that maybe they thought other teams might do what they were doing. That maybe other teams would try to trade for Hayes' rights and they'd lose that jump and they might lose him entirely. Because if they didn't get Hayes, then they were going to have to go all in on Duchesne or explore a trade market that doesn't seem like it has that many centers. I mean, we've got some people talking about Kadri, but I don't know if he's going to get moved. Like, I think Nashville wants to trade Terrace, but is he even that good? Yeah, do you really want... And like the Sagan stuff, people are still talking about him from the comments that got made when they weren't a playoff team yeah. and their owner or CEO or whoever the hell he was was just, was just talking nonsense. <laughs> and then they want to playoffs. And like, yeah. yeah, then they get to the playoffs and everything's cool. So like, I don't think that was as much of an option. And yeah, you just, I, I don't have a problem with it. I'm just asking, seeing if anyone else has different perspective on it. Maybe you can get used to the idea of being with the Flyers. I don't know. Besides yeah. that. Hey, I'm a flyer. Much, yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah. Do I actually want to live here? Take him out to the just, OD. Yeah. Show him a good time. <laughs> well, they're definitely going to wine and dine him, to be sure. Yeah. And yeah. show him the just facilities. You know. Yeah. One thing that, that is Come interesting. On one thing that's interesting to me about this, and this is something that it's, it's partially driven by Rangers fans. But there's a... There's a narrative that Rangers fans have pushed for the last two years that basically everyone on the Rangers team hated Vino. I don't know how true it is. I suspect it's not as true as they believe it is, but they've all convinced themselves that the entire team... Bushnevich hated him. Oh, Bushnevich did not like him, but they've convinced (laughs) themselves that the entire team hated Vino, which is why, like... When it got, you know, when the Flyers announced this trade and some people were saying, well, you know, he's he's played under Vino, Rangers fans came out of their, their hole in the ground and they were like, no, this is great because the Flyers think it's going to help, but actually everyone hates him. I don't know. I don't, but like, yeah, you have to at least, I guess, present the possibility that like maybe Hayes didn't like playing. I, my guess but, is that he didn't hate it. And that's that's one of those conversations. If that's true, and listen, we've had uh, negligence like yeah. this in the past when we had Chris Pronger on the team and didn't say like, hey, that Briz guy, um, is he normal? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's totally yeah. possible. Like I said off the air, the history of this organization is stupidity. <laughs> but it's I, I would hope that somebody somewhere – like talk to Vino yeah. and yeah, talk yeah. to well, talk so. to Hayes' agent and said everything's cool here, right? Yeah, I was gonna say it goes back I to what you were talking about earlier, where you were saying that they they probably talked to the you agent would think, about yeah. yeah. And I'm sure if he didn't like Vigneau, he wouldn't be like, Yeah, fuck it. I wanna go there for five years and be pissed off. So I can't imagine that conversation didn't happen. Yeah, it had At to at least happen. once. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's you I would can't think. I can't imagine it didn't, but there's a lot of things that happen with this team on a regular basis that I can't freaking imagine. Imagine, so. yeah, imagine trading for a 
player that used to play for your new coach and then he doesn't sign because he doesn't like that new coach. <laughs> now that will give us something oh to talk about. Yeah. I really, like, I don't want that to no, happen no, no, because don't I that. want the yeah, Flyers yeah. to be good, but also if that happens, it'll be hilarious. <laughs> the takes. <laughs> the takes. A lot of takes. I never know if I'm more the fan or a The takes. Flyers I need never... to fire AV. It's an article in September, <laughs> like before he even coaches a game. Nobody wants terrible. to play for him. We can't get anybody. <laughs> Carter Hart's on strike. My guess, and this is this has always been my guess about the the, the prevailing theory of Rangers fans that actually everyone hated Vino is that it stems they hate it stems to the fact that they hated him so they looked for every every quote that could possibly back up the fact that actually all the players hated him as much as they did I still my thing with the Rangers still was that team was going towards a rebuild during his time yeah, it was bad. towards the end yeah like I don't understand why they Ra- Rangers fans to... are crazy I mean okay. granted yeah, Vino, yeah. Vino screwed stuff up at the end he but did. like they're also crazy yeah and yeah anyway <laughs> Now, just a, I know that we're going to, oh, sample size and all. And Kevin Hayes did have two goals for Winnipeg in the playoffs, but he's only he had three points in six games, which is whatever. But, like, he's only playing 12 minutes a night in the playoffs. It's a concern. Why? I don't That's know. A good and, and I don't, like, the writers from Winnipeg I've talked to don't really know either. Well, their coach is Paul Maurice, who I think is – on the hottest of seats now, he's up there. Uh, I don't. I don't know. He's been I, there I, for I, a while. I, can't I feel like situation. Yeah, I feel like it's due for he's he's due it's, to be. It's due for a heat up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Like the only thing I can think of is that yeah, he just maybe just didn't mesh with Maurice, and then when you get into a, a series like that, you just lean on the guys that you know, and he just wasn't a guy he knew that well because he just got traded to them. It's it's odd. It's odd, and it's a bit of a red flag that, you know, this was the guy they gave him a first-round pick for, the trade deadline to get. The, the, the Jets traded for him at the deadline from the Rangers to, uh, to beef up for the, uh, for the playoff run. And, uh, and then Hayes, by the end of the playoff run, was getting used basically like a fourth-line forward. It's, it's concerning. It's, I don't want to make this comparison because it's so negative, but it's so reminiscent of Chris Versteeg. <laughs> well, Versteeg was just hurt. Yeah, but it was just like, like he wasn't even he playing was with never, like two. He was never worth a first round pick, but it was a team that was going for it, so they didn't give a shit. She's like, here, right. whatever, and it just didn't work. Now Hayes has been much more productive than Versteeg ever was here. Not, I'm just, it's kind of that situation is just sticking out in my mind for some. Yeah, well, reason. as I said, Vers- didn't Versteeg have like a sports hernia he played through, and we just Something didn't know about was, it? Yeah. Like I think that's what it was. He I was just he, he had, was just hurt. I think he had likes to party with Richardson Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a sports hurting. <laughs> show you a good time. <laughs> Doing 12-ounce curls last night and somehow <laughs> pulled a sports hernia. Uh, what's next? Uh, what th- do you th- there's th- just one line from here. What? From from the outline. Hayes is huge, 6'5", 220, so Steph should be happy. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Big boy. Big boy. Because Charlie mentioned the we need just better two-way play out of our forwards. Like, yes, right. the defensemen on this team need to be better in the defensive zone. But, like, to blame the defense on the actual defenseman is very short-sighted. Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. Outside of Sean Couturier, really ain't no one trying down there. Claude Giroux used to be a great two-way player. He's fine at wing now. We moved him away because he couldn't get it done at center anymore. That's fine. But down the lineup, Nolan Patrick's responsible. I, He's I, good. I, I would say the only players I the, the the only forwards the Flyers have that I would consider to be above average defensive forwards are Katuri and Limblom, and that's it. Okay, all right, that's 
And hey, now we have another. And Raffle, I guess. And Raffle, sure. He's, oh. he, and Raffle, period. Yeah. <laughs> no, I guess. Yeah, and now, well, it's just he doesn't play that much but, anymore. That's fair. the thing. This uh, helps, acceptable. like Charlie got to, the mentality, absolutely, hey, we need better two-way play out of everybody, especially our centers. And to Steph's point about the size... I as much as I want this to be like a real fast team, they do need to be harder to play against. Just I'm not saying they need to go out and fight everybody. I don't want old time hockey and all that. Me and Charlie were watching Slapshot together the other night. It, it had been a couple not together. We well, were. I, I was going to say team building without me. <laughs> it had been a couple years since I've seen it. I felt yeah. like flipping around. I was like, I haven't seen Slapshot in a while. Got to watch it. It's been at least six days since I'd seen it. Like, Ooh, but like, I, I'm not saying that guy. I'm not saying we need the Hanson brothers. But having this kind of size, damn the middle and now we're thinking about a line of it's not like JVR and Voracek are the most physical guys but if we get Kevin Hayes going like that's a line that can Voracek you talk about Limblom with Patrick there's some guys that can get it going this should be and with the fourth line hopefully hopefully with some smart coaching here and just looking at Hey, Raffle Lawton and Hartman, good hockey players. We're just going to put them on our fourth line. Done deal. This should be a harder team to play against, which that gets uh, that term gets overused, but I don't think it's necessarily a cliche here because there are too many nights where the Flyers were too easy to play against. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and going back to the speed thing, like, look, getting a guy like Matt Duchesne, it, it would help speed. It would obviously yeah. help teams because yeah. he's fast. Getting a guy like Carl Hagler obviously would help teams speed because he's fast. But a lot of the Flyers' speed problems, in my opinion, are not because their forwards are slow. It's because the team is playing slow. And a lot of that is tactical, and a lot of that is execution. I feel like if you can improve the execution, if you can improve the structure of the breakouts, the passing, that... The team will. The, there are players in this team that will seem faster than they have seemed because the team is just playing a crisper brand of hockey. Yeah, if they play a Vancouver style, guess what? They're going to look like they can skate like that Vancouver ke- team could. It's not like that was outside of the Sedins, like the best team ever. Yeah. It was just that they played at that pace. And it, yeah, you're right about that, Charlie. So what do we think is like. I guess top four defensemen is the next hole that has to get filled. Yes? Yeah, I think so. I what mean, do they do? Trade. I because outside God. of like we've said this so many times, outside of Carlson, there's no one on the free agent market. Yeah, I want to be the one really, I don't know who else we'd get or want to get. I've never really subscribed to they need another top four defenseman because, like, theoretically, theoretically, the pieces are there. Who are the top four right now? Sanheim, Provorov, Ghost. And Myers. And Myers. Uh, Myers is in the top four. Or Goodis. You can't possibly tell me Myers is in the top four. I I agree with Bill. Goodis. All right, then Goodis. That's not a good top four. That's like, okay, we have four guys who can play those minutes physically, but are they going to get the job done? Probably not. I want to be better than we've been, which is mediocre. So then. They need to go out and upgrade everything, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I really don't know who's out there on free agency. The the free agent list is not good. Yeah, outside of Eric Carlson, it's. it's, I would say Truba. That would. Well, that's the other. I mean, that's what you guys have already talked about. It's got to have to be a trade because the free agent market. I'm I'm done with playing free agency because then we just end up with Dale Weiss. And oh my, just I'm just looking at I'm just sitting here looking at Tyler Myers. Well, like I know it's gonna happen. I, see, oh, I don't no. I don't think it's gonna be him. And I guess like I I, <laughs> I, could, I could get crushed by this, but I actually, 
as dumb as this sounds, like I actually think Fletcher does pay attention to advanced metrics, and Myers's are so underwhelming for what he's going to get paid that I actually think that would turn him away from making that move. <laughs> like, do I, we... I, I don't think he's he's like a dubist where he you know it's a big part, yeah. But I think it's enough where he'd be like, "Do I really want to give this guy forty two million dollars?" Nah. What about the yeah? When it comes down to what he's going to get on the open market, it's like, dude. What about Jake no. Muzzin? Are we talking about Jake Muzzin? He's got. They're, I mean, they're not going to trade him. Toronto likes him. Yeah, but they're in a cap situation. Yeah, but I don't he's know not if a they're going to come. They're, they're going to lose Gardner. Oh yeah. Gardner. So, well, what about so that, he's he's good. The fit, I don't know stylistically, but like he's a good defenseman, and I guess the Flyers need good players. Is he better than who See, we have? My my my. He's better than some of the players they have. My theory is the Flyers but. have a lot of talent in the top four. It's just they. I, I thought the coaching let them down last season, and they also just didn't. Uh, we were talking about how de- good defensively the forwards are, and they really aren't. There's only a handful of them. So I, I don't know if it's really. Maybe if there's better coaching and the forwards actually come back and help more, maybe that helps alleviate some of the defensive issues. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, I, there's a. Because if Garner's yeah. the best guy out there and it's like Truba is Spurgeon moving, is Jared Spurgeon going to get traded? I mean, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know how many, I don't know how many guys they can even trade Subban for. Suban supposedly out there. But where, uh, whether he would come, you know, I guess it's a trade, so he gets, he has to go. But yeah. <laughs> Terry's here, so I don't know if they would want no, to do that. Thing. Yeah, uh, and there might be there might be other guys. I I I agree with you to a point, Craig, in that like if the forwards play better, if the team plays better defensively, this defense core could yeah. work. I'm not, and I'm not completely alleviating that there were problems on defense last year. I'm just saying I think I don't, I don't know. I think there's enough skill there that they're all just pretty young, maybe. Another year in the league, a little more experience, kind of learn the ropes a little bit more, maybe. I I agree this problem could solve itself. I also think that we've done a little bit too much hoping that problems will solve themselves. Fair. Yeah, no, that's fair. Like this, Yeah, it, it could work. You Provorov could have his bounce back year. Gosses Bear could look like a number two at five on five again and be great on the power play. Sanheim could be a, a stud second pair of defense behind them, or maybe Sanheim is the number two and Ghost is the number three. Yeah. Gudis is fine. Myers has a great rookie year. Yeah, this could all work with the pieces they currently have, but do we want to depend on that? that no. This sounds like the goaltending situation from last year where everybody was like, yeah, I guess Elliot and Overth are fine. We don't really need to go add a piece. And then mm, I don't remember was, saying that. <laughs> I, well, I I wrote a poll about whether yeah, I was yeah. get Robin Lehner, and then everybody was like, no, we're fine. We're good. Yeah, like Edler, Strawman, Derek England's out there. We, we don't lock him up. That guy. Like, to me, everything, Ed, Edler and Strawman are the only two other two guys that like I wouldn't, I, I could live with. I, they're both gambles. Edler had a pretty good year last year, but before that, looked like he was on the down. Strawman had a pretty bad year last year, but the previous couple years, you looked like he was still fine. So, you know, with Edler, you're hoping last year wasn't a fluke. With with Strawman, you're hoping last year was a fluke. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I've always thought the trade makes the most sense here. You know, to to solve this thing, and I, I've talked about it in some of my columns. Like, it just if you can get that that elusive top pair defenseman to play with Provorov. Like, everything else just slots in nicer. Because then Sanheim is your number three. And then Myers, you can let him develop on the third pair rather than forcing him into a bigger role than he's ready for. Goss Bear can be the three or four, depending on how well he's playing, or if he has another bad year, then he's on your third pair with Myers. Like, everything just fits better if you have that guy to play next to Provorov. That's good. Do we expect... I, like I believe they need somebody to slot in at 
third line right wing, whether that's bumping someone else down because they make a trade or sign someone, uh, or just go out and getting someone who slots into that role. What do we like? How do we think that's going to go? Is it going to be a major upgrade or just a hey? Here's a guy who can do this, or do they I, leave it open for somebody to win the job? I don't know. I don't know. If you move people down, I think people are going to be pissed if Voracek's on the third line getting paid whatever he's getting paid. I mean, I they're feel not, like they're like not moving to third. I, yeah, I would do you assume they move Konechny. Yeah, down? I would assume if they went um, out and they spend big on a winger, that Konechny would drop to line yeah. three. Yeah. Well, in that yeah, in that case, I'd want that because then the third line would be what Limblom, Patrick, and Konechny. So, I mean, I they're all best friends. Let's do that. Yeah, best friends. Let's score some goals in the third the line. Best I'm friend down line. With that. The three best friends that anybody. <laughs> <can have. laughs> but do so, we, like, do do you think they're going to spend more on the offense, or I, is I, now I, it, we're going to you know sign our guys to the contracts we need. We got to get that defenseman, got to get that backup goalie, and the offense from here is going to work itself out. Like, Do you think this is the last major investment they make in the offense from outside the organization? I want to say no. I, I don't hope know. no. It just depends on, like, I know we talk about the Flyers having a lot of cap space. They don't have an endless amount of cap yeah, space. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. if you go out and you sign Kevin Hayes to 6.5 mil a year, 6, 6 a year, and you go out and you get a top pair defenseman who costs anywhere between 6, six a mil a year if you maybe trade it's for Spurgeon. It's Carlson. It's going to be 10. Yeah, or, if, or up to 10. If it's Carlson, then that, that's it. There, there's your cap space. It's gone. So and well, then, then you don't have the room to get a winger. Now, if you don't get a defenseman, then yeah, maybe you can spend money on a Matt Zuccarello or something. Well, they could always buy out Andrew McDonald, create some cap space. That'll, that'll create some, but not enough to <laughs> spend $20 million. Yeah, no, also, if they get Hayes and Carlson, I don't think anybody's really worried about the other. I'm still know. worried. Yeah. yeah. Can, do we really <laughs> think they're going to buy out Andrew McDonald? No, I don't want them to at this point. No? He's got one year left. I don't want the cap ramifications to pass this year. Just one more year. Just get through one more year. Just get through it. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can. I we. I just want the jokes to hold up, and I just don't want the <laughs> cap ramifications pass this year. That's I just all. can't. That's all. You know what I really can't take? It's hearing uh, about reading, the cap. No, it's about reading Andrew McDonald's name on Twitter and in the <laughs> post games. I don't want to hear about him from other people. It's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, he sucks. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I know. I don't have the answers. Yeah. Yeah I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm not buying out Andrew McDonald though. That's where we're going. Yeah, I'm not. I don't know. I think they're. Oh. I think they're in the position right now where it remains a possibility that they buy him out, but it all depends on how they believe things are going to shake out. Okay. Like, I don't think, I don't think they're definitely going to do it, but I think if they, if they project that they're going to go into this season with, you know, $1.5 million worth of cap space left after they make their moves. Yeah. I think they'll buy them out because they know they got bonuses coming in and they don't want to be slammed up against the cap. They want to give themselves some flexibility for the season. And they know that if they go out and they get another defenseman, where does he even fit? Like, I guess you're just sending him down to the minors, which would be fine from a cap standpoint. But like, if you think you're going to use that cap space, maybe it makes more sense to clear a little bit more of it by getting rid of a guy you're not going to use anyway. I just like, oh, I can't take it anymore. I can't take it anymore. Every time <laughs> I open cap friendly, it's still sitting just staring at He's you. always it's on the popular buyouts just... column. He's well, always like the he's been on the popular buyouts column since the I know, day he I was know. signed. That's the thing. It's like, like I feel like the, the Andrew McDonald hate has like come down a little, but it's still like. Can we buy this fucking guy out already? It's, like, it's come we, down a little because everyone has decided they hate Robert Haig more than they hate Andrew McDonald. Yeah, he That's just. Fair. If, if Andrew McDonald was making Robert Haig money, I'd be like, I oh can deal no, with this. yeah, I yeah, can yeah. deal with this. Uh, are we expecting? 
I still think I'm going to like wake up one day and something ridiculous happened. Are we expecting any sort of weird surprises like like a Mitch Marner offer? Oh, good surprises? Yeah, no. Yeah, good I'm kind of I'm still <laughs> no. a little nervous about Voracek and Ghost. That's pretty much I mean, we are but Flyers even, like, fans, yeah. so there are no good surprises. I, I mean, June 23rd is what? 19 days away I'm now. I'm not like So we got we got a little bit of time. I'm not overly confident that those guys are going to be here if you if like gun to my head no that's what i mean you know, like, I'm I, like they're yeah. they're coming back but i'm also not nervous about it because i can't sit here and be like we need change and then say no <laughs> keep we these can't two guys. move the right. only two tradable assets i don't think voracek is getting moved. i, I could be totally see, i'm more open to him I don't I, well, it's it. not even open this i just don't think it's going to happen yeah, what about ghost yeah. well Ghost, Ghost, Ghost makes is, the most Ghost sense. is more plausible because you oh, yeah. can very easily move that yeah. contract. Yeah. Voracek is an $8 million a year winger. Like, I, it's really hard to move guys that make that much money with that big of a cap hit. You generally have to get creative. Yeah, I don't even and know I how feel, to do it. I feel like if they, were, if they were about to get creative to trade Voracek, we would be hearing more that they were trying to trade Voracek. Like, the last time a yeah, guy like, like that got to- traded was, like, Phil Kessel. And there were rumors about them trading Phil Kessel for like a year. And look, and there it's are happening rumors now. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because, yeah. Because you have to get creative. Blue check for Kessel. Oh, God. Please, no. <laughs> hey. No, thank you. That, you know who? You, 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 want, you want a culture change? Okay, that'll be a culture oh, change. That, uh, more size, baby. <laughs> it's maybe not the right kind of size. But <laughs> hey, we want some shoot first, guys. I think it, I think it makes sense. I mean, Oddly, Vorchek for Kessel. Man, Vorchek gets shit for not backtracking. So they can have hot dogs in the locker room now. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> oh my There's God. no way Pittsburgh would ever trade anybody to the Flyers. Um, besides Billy No, they needed the intermediary of Tampa Bay to get Just rid to get of Mark Strike. Yeah, it's true. What was that? Like an extra seven? Uh, an extra seven, baby. Yeah, that's right. That was good. That was good. That's protection against the fifth we just gave up. <laughs> yeah. So it all, all worked. No, my, my thing with Voracek is that I feel like if they were going to trade him, and I could be totally off on this, maybe you know we'll wake up on July 2nd and they will have moved Jake Voracek for some crazy package. It'll be the 23rd. It's just that. Yeah, that's, yeah it's yeah, definitely that is the day. It's just that it's hard to move guys with those with that big yeah, of a contract. Yeah. And if it was going to happen, I feel like we'd be hearing more rumblings that it was possible. And unless, you know... Unless you just kind of luck into a deal, like you know the they did the the Nashville Montreal deal with Subban and Weber. Something just happened. Yeah, something yeah. just happened. And it's like, like a twenty. Keep calling Paul Finn. Hey, Paul wow. Finn's been throwing out some ideas. Apparently, I don't, he might be the new yeah Chirelli. So let's get in there. It's just the worst thing in the world that they could never pull it off with Chirelli before. <laughs> to, to me, well, they yeah, had a chance, yeah. and I still was like, no, we're gonna keep, keep Brandon Manning. Manning. Yeah. Leon Dreisaitl for Brandon Manning straight up. It's like, oh, we need the grit. We need the grit. You up? <laughs> the reason why a ghost trade like I can envision the path to them deciding a ghost yeah. trade makes sense well, and, I, and, yeah. and, and it's this I'm not even talking about like they hate ghosts I'm talking a roster building no, yeah. and the path is you get Hayes so now you solve your 2C thing you trade for Trouber or Spurgeon or you sign Carlson and then you're like okay well we got our top four now ghost is like the five why don't we trade ghost for a winger and then we've we've hit all of our bases. Like that to me is how a ghost trade comes to fruition. If they don't get another defenseman, I don't think they trade ghost. But if yeah, they get it, if they get another defenseman, maybe. There's a lot of dots that would have to be connected, but I agree. It's the most 
plausible yeah. of all the big moves, and we've talked about that before. Yeah, yeah. I like I would the Jake thing. I I love chaos. I, I'm, <laughs> I, I like Jake. He's not my favorite player on the team by any means, yeah. but I like that he's one of the most productive winners I, in hockey. Yeah, but. I've come to terms with trading Voracek because of the what I think you were mentioning earlier about change, and they've already traded a core piece, quote unquote, yeah. a couple years ago with Brian Shen, and now the core is what Drew and Couturier from all those years back in 2012. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not trading either one of those guys. I would trade Voracek as the last. Sure. Yeah. If you ghost look, on that, if you I don't look know. at if you look at the comments underneath the uh, underneath Flyers tweets though, oh man, man. ninety three has been traded yeah, a bunch of times. Ninety three has yeah. been traded. Yeah, like, there's no one wearing that number. It's like when people put out the Kevin Hayes lines, they're like, "Are we getting someone to wear ninety three? Because Jake's already gone. <laughs> like, oh, is he though? <laughs> How did that happen? Like, I, I guess I just. Because I've you noticed, this town, no, man. I've noticed that too on Wood Twitter Wood over Wood? the last like month that it's somehow it's somehow now become more acceptable to be like, oh yeah, well they could trade Voracek. Like, what changed? He hasn't been in any trade rumors. The off season, people yeah, there's been a lot of time to think about. I don't know. What, like, yeah. is that a what's that site? Like hockey with four wise trade rumors or whatever. <laughs> hockey with four wise. <laughs> what's that? Hockey site? insiders. I don't they know. Just, yeah, one of those one of those sites that like always pops up around yeah. the deadline and they just name every player and every <laughs> team. It's like, oh yeah, well some of this might happen. And Carter Hart for Anti Ranta? Could it happen? We don't know. Just asking questions here, gang. That's what I do. I'm a journalist. I ask questions. <laughs> is that what journalists do? That is exactly. I mean, no, it's, Bill it's nailed, one yeah, of the job it. subscriptions, yeah. I guess. I don't know. I have a degree. I didn't really ever look into it, though. You have a degree in journalism? Yeah. I didn't know that's where you got your degree. Charlie just started looking at it. <laughs> so I honestly did not know that's where you got your degree. <laughs> yeah, me neither. <laughs> well, Craig, what is your degree in? Uh, journalism, actually. Yeah. Hey. Oh, not kidding, <laughs> Mine's that's in a, marketing, got Chuck. History uh, and political games. communication. Excellent. Double major, baby. Excellent. We're all very qualified hockey we analysts. All, yeah, yeah. We all made great collegiate decisions. We, yeah, so, we yeah, did wonderfully. I uh, should have just. I really thought. Well, I should have just stayed I mean, home. I mean, marketing's I'm... like pretty, you know, businessy. That was that was a fairly, you know, forward thinking choice. It actually it was a good choice. And then I graduated in two thousand nine. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say I went that to journalism happened. to now talk about Guy Fieri and be in a shit ton of school loans or school <laughs> debt. He's this got is like great. a billboard. I did. He's got his, he's got his own star on the uh, Hollywood Walk of There's Fame like or whatever. A thing yeah. In Philly, it's like, hey, guy, you're a Philly guy. <laughs> like as you're as you're and coming him over. with sunglasses. Is holding yeah. a cheese stick, his tongue's out. Walt, yeah. You're coming over the Walt Whitman. <laughs> I'm like, I begrudgingly don't dislike him anymore. Oh, no. I, just, I, I feel like he's a pretty cool guy. You just, just are he's what like, you are, huh? Just, yeah. Yeah. It's huh. fine. Glad I got Guy Fieri on this podcast now, so you guys are welcome. <laughs> this is what we are now. It's Craig's show, everybody. Craig's taking over. Yeah, I'm so taking off for the summer. <laughs> just uh, keep Ghost Trey for Truba. Keep Voracek. That's uh, oh, I thought uh, I was, no, I'm done no, with okay, that. Okay. I'm done with all that. <laughs> so, what's everyone's what did everyone do for Memorial Day? <laughs> Literally nothing. I went on a bachelor party and I got sunburned. Oh, yeah? The beach. Oh. yeah. Where to? I didn't Ocean City, Maryland. I want this. Uh, there's a place called Secrets, which is pretty much like Xfinity <laughs> Live. Tell outside. me more about Xfinity. Expen- <laughs> it's like Xfinity. No, I thought the same thing. It's like Xfinity Live outside yeah, yeah. on the beach. So Did it's you not catch like anything in that like ankle deep water. No, no. <laughs> a lot of Miller Lights though. I do love Miller Lights. Yeah. So is that your what, what's your beer? You said I thought it, uh, my number one beer is Guinness, but oh, I love okay. all beer. Oh, okay, yeah. I think all it was beer a, it was is like Corona. Corona. You hate your Corona is piss. It's <laughs> literal say, somebody's piss. Unfortunately, somebody at the party brought like a thirty pack of that too. But it was it was a quantity over quality. If weekend. somebody can hand me a Corona that doesn't taste skunked, 
I will change my opinion. But guess what? In my 15, 16 years of beer drinking, that has never once happened. Someone is going to dump out a Corona and like fill it up with something you like and be like, what about this one? If I, I, actually, I, I like Coronas. As far as, far as cheap beers, I like they're, Coronas. Right. they're fine. Uh, they're, they're not the worst. I don't There's know. So many better. I, I do. I do agree with your argument, though. That like, well, it's ridiculous that to make it good, you have to put something in it. I don't I even think that oh, makes it good. I no, agree. I agree. Yeah, you know. I agree with that. That's, I don't even think that makes it good. I think it just takes away a little bit of the putrid ass smell. <laughs> Charlie and I have been frequenting a dive bar. Oh, what? Oh, bar? yeah. That that's what Is we it did. actually no, dive we're not, bar. We're not telling you because then other then people I'll will go? show up. That, I don't know. Um, that's what I did over Memorial Day. I left my house and hung out with Charlie. Is it twelve steps down? Because I love that place. No, that's no. a smoking bar. Yeah. Oh, right. You guys don't. Yeah, don't we, do we don't that. do. Smoking. I can't do that because I had a stroke. Oh, right. That happened. Yeah. yeah. So we have any other hockey? Do we have any? <laughs> no. Hockey? Well, the Stanley Cup's going. Oh yeah, the Stanley oh, right. Cup. That How is we, happening. We have oh, right. that ice sport. Oh, yeah, the Blues one. Yeah. <laughs> the St. Louis Braden Shed. I keep thinking the Blues are done. Like after that seven whatever. Oh, game, I thought they're going to. I was like, all right. Well, this fun little runs over for them, but. They're right back. Did man. they did they play really well last night? Because I didn't they watch did, I didn't did watch fine. any of that game because yeah, I was writing. Did. They did the, pretty good. The funniest yeah. thing I was watching something else. It was about to flip over, and I look at Twitter, and I was like, "That was the best shift I ever." <laughs> like the Blues apparently had this incredible shift. It was nuts. I was like, "All right, let me turn it on." They're on a power play. Boston scores a shorthanded goal as soon as I turn the TV on. I was like, "All right." Good stuff. I love this. That's awesome. But um, where we? Uh, I still think the Bruins are going to win. I, I was surprised last night happened because the Blues played pretty well. This is shaping up for I, one of them weird endings. I feel maybe like. the Blues are just going to make it really painful and they'll go to like Game Seven and lose in overtime. So Boston still gets a championship, but we all get our fucking hopes up. Like it's not. Oh, happen. I'm rooting for the Bruins. Why? What? Yeah. I, I already explained this to you. Boston winning a night, another title can't hurt me. They've already maxed out the amount. Oh, you're of, numb. They've already maxed out the amount of pissed off I can be at them. They're at 154%. You know what? I kind of felt St. that Louis, way. St. Louis, they've never won a Stanley Cup. That means it's one of the four teams the Flyers have something on. If they win a cup, oh, that's one less. Yeah, but the Flyers have won less. two. They still won one more than Yeah, those. and they were 102 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. Roughly. 90. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll give it to you. Yeah. <laughs> it was on It was in black and white when they did it. <laughs> okay, that's true. Is it? I feel like I've seen it in color. But it doesn't matter. It's just another team moving ahead of us in cups that have happened. And I, I, I'm, I'm against it. I'm against someone moving ahead of the Flyers. I feel bad for Unless St. it was San That's Jose. I just I don't, don't think same, this moves St. Louis ahead of the Flyers. They have the Cardinals. They're fine. Yeah, they sucked for a while. They've lost their football team. The Good. Blues, as we know, have sucked for a while. And Good. They deserve to lose yeah. their football team. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> wow. You really have yeah, a problem with St. Louis, I don't do. You? I do. <laughs> they ruined They ruined a 102-win season. They you have- know... Yeah, they ruined the five aces. Yeah, which was always funny to five include aces. Joe Blanton in there. But they, they have a thing called butter cake, and I'm very interested. That's in that. interesting. I, I d- make I've never actually Boston? going back to what? your point. Saint Louis? I, yeah, going back to your point about the Phillies. I've never hated like that series killed me. Talking about the, the 2011 uh, NLDS when they lost yeah. the Cardinals in five games. Like that series killed me and it was painful, but. I don't harbor the same hatred towards the Cardinals as I do towards the Giants from the previous year. I just don't. Because to me, that Cardinals team was actually good, and that Giants team was actually trash. Well, as a That person, Cardinals team won like 84 games. Yeah, because they were hurt all year. Once they got healthy, they were stacked. We just we were just were stupid, and we too. beat the stupid Braves in the last series of the season to, to knock them out of the playoffs. That was, we my, kicked their ass. that was my proof that karma doesn't exist. 
That was it right there. Yeah. That was nothing goes around or comes around. Everyone's just out for themselves yeah. and the world is chaos. Yeah. When they played it the right way. Yeah. And, and they then still lost, lost because they let because a better team in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Infuriating. Hated it. So the Blues are going to win. Because <laughs> <laughs> they have Braden Shen. Because they have Braden Shen and that would make me happier than the Bruins winning. I, and why, let's go for happiness I in like 2019. Your thinking. My question is, why didn't so, the Flyers just trade for Ryan O'Reilly right now? That's my, to solve the two say. <laughs> just forget Kevin Hayes. Just fucking try and get the guy in the Stanley Cup. The 11th pick and yeah. uh, what's our just version Just from the game and scored a goal in the first period. What's that our version good. of Sabatka? What's our, who's our Frank Sabatka? Raffle. <laughs> yeah, Raffle's a pretty good one. Raffle. Let's trade our whole fourth line in the 11th Hang pick. Hang on to Veroni. Actually, th- this kind of brings me to a, a point that I think I was gonna make at the beginning of the show when it's we were talking about this, but it, Spotka, but it just it just never we just never had this the space. You're just you're just gonna keep on like. I'm sorry, Charlie. Wait, did you call a person whose name was Vladimir Frank? It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a the Wire it's a reference. Character from the oh, Wire. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> shit. Now I don't know where I was. Oh yeah. So going back to the uh, the two C thing, um, and just about the the idea that like. Kevin Hayes isn't particularly exciting. And then we talked about the whole fact that, you know, the, the market is pretty thin. It's sort of, it, as I said, it kind of reminds me of the Vino deal for another reason in that, as we talked about on this show, there was sort of this, and Bill being the shining example of this, this idea that like, well, if we didn't get Quenville, nothing was going to be good. Yeah. And I think that it's sort of similar with the 2C situation because, like everybody knows they want it, that, that the Flyers need a 2C, that they can't go into next year with Nolan Patrick penciled in as the second line center because we tried that. It didn't work. We don't know when he's going to develop. But I think everybody just sort of has this mythical idea that there's this like amazing 2C out there just waiting to be gotten. Yeah. And I just don't know if it's true. But because there's this idea that, like, well, we got to find him, even though he probably doesn't exist, that somebody like yeah. Kevin Hayes, who's real but flawed, is therefore not good enough because there's this this, that is, this mythical beast that we need to catch that will be the perfect 2C. I mean, that's exactly why I'm not that excited, because I always keep thinking, well, there could have been somebody else better out there. And it's like, Duchesne? That's why you never right. get mad. And then, like, that's it. Yeah. Pretty much. Like, there are uh, there are some things to not like about Hayes, but I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. But no, in terms of that, Charlie, what you're talking about, that's Eric Carlson for me now. Like, I don't fair, give a fair. shit what they do if they get Eric Carlson. They could be like, guess what? Steph's our backup goalie. Like, awesome. Cool. Fucking damn right I am. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> Like if we, nothing will, no, everything will be cool if we get Eric Carlson to me. All right, guys, I think we. Will. Why don't you want me as the goalie? I, have you, you ever played goalie? I don't Steph? know. I have if, not. If Steph became a backup goalie, she would put for Sam Moran to be like on the defense. She it, Sam Moran would come on the defense out of uh, camp right there, just on the third pair. Be like Phil, uh, Phil Myers and Sam Moran. Well, are you being sexist, Craig? What? <laughs> no, I know you're a big no. Sam Moran fan. That's yeah, awesome. no, no, I'm no. Just being he, he's, he's just saying that you like tall people. Yeah. I do like tall people, <laughs> except for Kevin Hayes. I do like tall people. That and I'm all of five foot two, so having me oh, in net, okay. I'd probably need some size. You around can see me. right. Just under- saying, need some size. <laughs> you could see right through all the forest. It actually might be beneficial. All right, guys. I think uh, with Steph at backup goalie, that's where we're going to wrap up this week. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. Thanks for hanging out for this. Come the- to our draft party. Yes, absolutely, please come to the draft party. It's on Friday, June twenty first at Fieldhouse. Steph, where is that? 
It is in Philadelphia. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Which is a common one. Is this true? Um, in between 11th and 12th, you can enter on Market or Filbert Street. Do that. Uh, it's, it's right. It's very easy to get to through train, subway, driving. There's a lot of garages around duck there, boat. actually. <laughs> Don't take a duck boat because they crash and people drown and it's Private bad. jets. I was on a duck boat in Boston and it was a good time. All right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Good way to end it, Bill. <laughs> uh, hit that subscribe button. Give us those five-star reviews. Do all that stuff. It's good for us. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for listening. My name is Bill Matt. My name is Bill Matt. <laughs> <laughs> it is the off-season. It's fucking boat. hot. Never, never mind. It, we I, just ended even better. Bill, Bill messed up his own name. My idea. tongue is sweating like the dog. <laughs> I am dying. Somebody My name open. is Bill Matt. Yeah. For Craig, for Charlie, for Steph, for Missy Driver. Have a great week, everybody. Are you ready to talk about Yeah!